Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Twisted Sisters Podcast. I'm Chelsea, and I'm here with Michaela and our special guest, Honey. Welcome back again. Um, We've been with Honey for a couple of weeks now, having a lot of fun talking about Ben Patels. It's been... It's been a great series, and we are still super excited that you're here. Thank you for joining us. So with all that being said, yeah, of course. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. You know, it's a chill day. Chill day. I'm doing wonderful. Um, I went to Trader Joe's for the first time today, and my groceries were really cheap, and I'm just so excited. (laughs) Yeah, it's your first time? Well, I had been before, but I didn't buy anything, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. But today I bought like actual groceries. I got cereal, milk, meat. I got fruit. <laughs> like they got good prices on the meat. They do. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this this is a game changer because I'm tired of spending two hundred dollars at Kroger, <laughs> right? <laughs> on absolutely nothing for real. Yeah, but, I love Kroger Joe's. Yeah, I like it too. I don't. I'll be a frequent flyer. For sure. That's what they. I think that's what they call their. That's literally what they call their customers. Oh, for real? Yeah, they have like a whole little like a thing on their website, the frequent flyers. Yeah. Wow, like I'll have to check that out. You, so yeah, you read it. You, <laughs> you read <their> okay, bet, bet, bet. Say less, but um. So I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing okay. Um, I hope everyone out there listening is doing pretty good. If you're not, uh, thoughts and prayers, but. <laughs> Anyways, let's jump right into this episode. So we are, like I said earlier, in the thick of this series. So we we're a little more well versed on the Fenfatel trope now, or at least I am. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I can kind of feel it out a little bit more. But today we are discussing Promising Young Woman, and this is a thriller film that was released in 2020. It follows the story of Cassie Thomas, a woman that is seeking vengeance against those who have wronged her best friend, Nina. The film was pretty well received by critics and even received an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay at the 93rd Academy Awards. So if you haven't watched this movie, go ahead and pause and come back or not. You can just listen to us talk about it and maybe you might want to watch it after the episode. I don't know. But what did you guys think about this movie? And be honest. (laughs) I was very disappointed in this movie. Like, I remember seeing the previews to this, uh, the trailers during COVID and stuff. And I was just like, wow, this looks like it's going to be a really good movie. Like, I haven't really seen anything like this before. And then the trailer, it had like a rendition of Toxic by Britney Spears in it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, this looks so good. <laughs> I need to see it. And then I forgot about it, obviously. And then when I seen that we were doing the Femme Fatale episode, I thought about this one. Cause I remember seeing it was marketed as like a modern day femme fatale. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that might work. But overall it was just very disappointing. Like we didn't really spend too much time with the action as I thought that we would. And that like pulled me out of the story many times. I felt like it was boring in some parts too. Mm-hmm. And then the ending, I know we'll talk about it more later, but that was just so so upsetting for me but I'll let one of y'all talk I had not seen it before this viewing as well and I remembered again I remember when those trailers came out and people were really excited about it I did not know that it was Carrie um I forget her last name right now but I didn't know that that was who played her because in all of the 
the pre like when you see it like on the stream site like the cover it never looks like her and if i'd known it was her i might have seen it sooner mm -hmm. but i just totally didn't even was very i was very disappointed when i actually sat down and watched it to be honest yeah. <laughs> i again like what michaela said i expect i'm not big on like big actiony scenes and movies but i expected mm -hmm. there to be more killing scenes if i'm being honest mm -hmm. yeah like we never really saw her like do much of that at all besides beyond just like freaking men out which is like fine i guess but mm -hmm. totally different story than i expected and um yeah the ending i mean what and we will again like we'll talk more about that and i read some stuff about the ending that i thought was interesting but it did not they could have done this way better the the tropes they i feel like they just took a bunch of tropes out of a, a, a magic hat and we're like this is gonna this is what's gonna hit yeah. And it did not hit for me. Agreed. Yeah. I was surprised that I got so many good reviews, but then I can't I can't trust critics, you know, because I got on uh letterbox and everyone had the same thought that I did. So I was just like, y'all just be lying about these movies for real. Mm -hmm. But I, I won't say it was boring. It just wasn't what I was expecting. Like the most interesting part of the movie was that part where they had that rendition of Toxic. And that's the movie was like two hours. <laughs> two you know hours. I mean? That's what I did not like. We could make that movie an hour and a half. I didn't have mm -hmm. to sit there yeah. for an extra half hour for a lot of the bullshit. Like there's some scenes in there that could have just been cut and nothing would have changed. Yeah, exactly. And I actually liked the main character, Cassie. I thought she was interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, she was funny. I liked her, but like it just felt like something that you would read in like a high school creative writing workshop. Like mm -hmm. just <laughs> a lot of ideas, you know, the message is nice, but when you actually think about what you're looking at, it's just like, this is a bunch of random stuff put together and it doesn't make sense. And that's what I didn't get about that nomination or the winning. They won yeah. best screenplay at the Academy mm -hmm. or, or best original screenplay at the Academy Awards. That right. didn't seem worthy to me. Not at all. <laughs> I would like... love to know who who they were with in that category. <laughs> Me too. I was just about to say there must have not have been a lot of good movies that came out. You know what? It makes sense though, because 2020, were we in the pandemic at that time? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well. <laughs> that was the perfect time to enter, I guess, you know. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You were smart releasing in I don't it was just like, I don't know. Like, it's just not giving them the tell. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, it is, but it's not. Like, I feel cheated. Like, she didn't kill nobody. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and here's one thing I wonder. Do you know she had a notebook with the tallies and there would occasionally mm -hmm. be a red tally? And I'm like... That's what I... Yeah. You mm -hmm. never came back and explained this to us. Like, clearly we know the red means something. But, like, mm -hmm. why... That seems like something the viewer would want to see. And that could spread this movie out to a larger audience that may not want to watch it. You yeah. may not... If they just knew this was a feminist movie, mm -hmm. then they some people wouldn't watch it. If they knew there was some murder going on, like mm -hmm. I think this could have been a better movie, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I noted that too with the the notebook thing. I was just like, well, clearly you wanted us to see this differentiation between the red and the black, but like right. what for? Because like we didn't see anything. Like we spent more time with Cassie and Ryan than we fucking did when like I was yeah 
Do not get me started on Ryan. I know. <laughs> he was the bane of, what was the guy's name again? Bo Berman. Bo Burnham. Do no. I hate this man? And I, I do too. <laughs> I do what too. What do you do, guys? I just when don't like thinks, his face. Yeah, <laughs> like, if I think, like, because I've watched this with Daniel, and he doesn't really have, like, hard feelings about Bo Burnham. He's not like, a huge fan, but he was kind of like, I think, honestly, the reason you may not like him as much as you do is because you don't like him in normal life. And I was like, that's true. Mm-hmm. They need to stop putting gimmick actors in movies. Because when there's someone like Bo Burnham that already has such a facade about, like Ryan Reynolds, you know what I mean? Everyone mm-hmm. always sees him as this like attitude kind of guy. We right. can't just be throwing them in any kind of movie anymore because it just takes me out of the movie. <laughs> it takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought Bo Burnham's goofiness was mm-hmm. ridiculous in the movie. And it could have <laughs> been, I get it, he's a goofy guy in the movie, but yeah, it just felt disgusting to watch. From being honest, I was not watching him on my screen. <laughs> I agree. It's just the truth. I agree. Like he, like when I saw that he was in the movie, I was just like, oh, why? I literally no. don't know who that is. Like I've heard his name before, but I was just like, oh, that's who this is. Yourself lucky. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where you would know him from, but I don't like that man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He's not. Mm-mm. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't. I'm not trying to make it seem like violence is the only reason why I watch movies, but I was <laughs> expecting to see a little bit more. Like, okay, yeah. you're in this house with, uh, what's that man's name? The dude from, I don't know. But when she was at the house and, you know, he was trying to get her to do some coke. And she was like, no. And then, like, she scared him, right? And then she just left. Like, I know. The guy was super bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, is that it? Because you know he's going to do it again, right? Right. Exactly. That's, and I'll get to, I have an overarching theme about this movie that I'll get to later. But with that scene with, with the guy from Super Bad. I was like, one, this is such an accurate depiction of doing cocaine with a man and artsy kind of like <laughs> guy. Like, it, it's so annoying, but like, they could have done so much with. I just, I mean, wh- why is every scene like that falls flat at the end, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, there's so many truths. That's why now there was a lot of truth sprinkled in the movie where I was like, oh, this is so realistic. Like, they are really, you know, this is a good depiction, but. Then at the end, it's it's if it just falls flat every single time. They never drive it home ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I got you. Look, <laughs> I expose you to only you. And then the, right. the, the men never. I mean, it's not like they really change their mind. They just look scared the entire movie. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just don't think that's helpful. Not at all. <laughs> and like what the director said about like realism or just like whatever she said I don't remember but I feel like we don't always need stuff to be 100% real like the -hmm. whole point of this movie is to show that like men need to be punished for the shit that they do so punish them like we don't have to oh she, she faked being drunk and then told him about himself and left like have her do something to them I don't know like Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to go as far as murder, it should be something like yeah. more than what we saw. But... Mm-hmm. 
Agreed. I, th I don't, there's another movie that has a kind of a similar, um, kind of a similar background to it. It's, it's a woman, she's in medical school. She's actually in medical school and she's trying to, I forget what it's called, but it came out maybe 2015. I think it's called American Mary, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, she's a kind of femme fatale type where she's, she's killing men, I believe. And it's been a while since I've seen it. So, you know, but so I, it's like when I watched this movie and when I heard about it, I was expecting something like that, where it was like very much like the rape revenge fantasy mm -hmm. type thing, which is what this movie was like, oh, it's the new rape revenge, new take on the rape revenge. Mm -hmm. But is it like I, I was expecting? I don't know. I just feel like when they were trying to do something new. They didn't, you didn't have to reinvent the wheel with this movie, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. right. I'm not looking at this point, I'm not looking for major movies to like expose society's uh, misgivings on things. You know what I mean? If it's coming out in theaters, I'm not expecting too much. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. It was done by Margot Robbie's production company, is what I saw. Oh, and yeah. I was reading about like how it was received. Apparently, one of the critics said something like, uh, "I think it's not Cary Grant because that's a man Mulligan. Mulligan, that's it. It was like Cary Mulligan's performance. Basically, they were like, it doesn't come across as like sexy as it should be, or as yeah. like. Did you see that? I disagree. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I don't well, agree with it either. Harry but Logan responded and was like, well, they said, oh, perhaps the role was actually written for Margot Robbie at first. Yeah. So that, yeah. That. So it's like, wow. Logan, they're basically saying I was too ugly to play this part. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, you, exactly. I don't think one society and critics are prepared for movies that really push the buttons of whatever. Like you said earlier, Chelsea, like you can't trust critics at this point. Like they always have something weird to say. Mm -hmm. But like I was thinking, if Margot Robbie was this role, would you guys have? Do you think it would have been a different movie, or do you think it would have resonated with you the same way? I probably would have thought it was dumber, honestly. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love Margot yeah. Robbie. No disrespect <laughs> to her, but like having no, no. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think it would have changed for me either there too much because it wasn't necessarily Cassie's and Carrie Mulligan's performance it was just the Not subject the matter just wasn't mm -hmm. right. it wasn't there wow who said that it was someone maybe I maybe it's the New York Times it was a critic for a major publication because I think I read that they had a write a retraction or something after oh. that oh yeah that's yeah. an awful take yeah <laughs> that's Seriously. a crazy thing to say <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like literally, I've heard it all. And then People in the nuts. year 2020, like you're still saying shit like this. You can, I could see somebody saying something like that, like the early 2000s. But it's crazy to think that you still think you can get away with basically calling an actress ugly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we got Bo Burnham playing the the voice, <laughs> the love interest, the right? <laughs> And one thing I will say, and this is just a small critique of the movie, and I it's just a design choice on my part, but I don't think he should they should have casted someone that was so tall compared to how short Carrie Mulligan is, because mm -hmm. I don't really know if she's really that short. Maybe Bo Burnham is just really that tall. But there were scenes where they kissed that were not supposed to me, I didn't pick it up as they were supposed to be intentionally 
kind of goofy and awkward. It was supposed to be cute, mm -hmm. but because he's leaning down, like, <laughs> crazy angles to give her kisses. It took me out of it entirely. I was like, mm -hmm. why did they cast him? Yeah, he was hunched over for sure. <laughs> I love Laverne Cox in the movie, even though her yes. role was small. Yeah. I thought thought she with a little septum piercing like thought she looked beautiful mm -hmm. and and she did okay in the movie like some of the acting in that movie just felt very like netflix movie you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah but i thought she she didn't play the friend of role too like you know goofily in those annoying i hate when that happens in movies kind of <laughs> yeah. way. like so i liked her that's i'll give a positive to the movie i don't want to speak only negative what are your all's positives i would say Laverne and also I mean I just felt like I really think that Carrie Mulligan is a good actress and she she did what she had to with the material that she was given so mm -hmm. I'll say that but and like we were talking about earlier like there was some aspects of realism that I could appreciate like the dialogue from some of the men it just like I've heard so many people say some of the shit that they were saying in that movie. I'm just a and, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess I would say those those are the main things that I could appreciate about the movie. I mean, yeah, I personally thought Carrie Mulligan was great. I mean, mm -hmm. she's beautiful. Her voice was perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, she executed that role very well of like a, a 30 something girl who's just figuring out life like this horrible thing happened to her best friend and directly happened to her like she's living a hard life and she I think she portrayed that pretty well I think mm -hmm. she got the strongest performance out of the whole movie and she was the only enjoyable part of the movie for me <laughs> <laughs> so I really don't like that comment from whoever that person is yeah, yeah. and to be honest at first we went we first started watching like 10 minutes and I was like, I don't, I don't like that. She's always this hard persona. We don't really see any cracks, but when she meets that lawyer guy and you can see this whole, like, you know, obviously we, a lot of people put on facades when they've gone through trauma to protect themselves. And so mm -hmm. I'm not disputing that, but first I was like, uh, like when someone's really been through some shit and like their friend, like they cry, they have like moments of this year cracking and we didn't see that first with her but then when the lawyer thing came around i was like, oh, okay i get it like mm -hmm. she does whereas i was like this is a little unrealistic but like as, as that scene played out i was like okay like this just make it's making more sense and the lawyer scene that was i thought that was i thought the lawyer played insane in that role it didn't make it was like they were in two different movies you know what i'm talking about <laughs> like Mm -hmm. He's like, please, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, ugh. Yeah, like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. Those words could have been acted in a different way and been made. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I was, it was, I was taken aback by his acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, because that's the guy from Spider-Man. So, like, he kind of has that ability in his acting to where it's just like sometimes I feel like you don't really portray these type of scenes the best I guess because like mm -hmm. all I could see was like oh that's Doc Ock like <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> but yeah hmm. I had a thought 
what did you all not like about the movie besides what we've just talked about? Because I had something I really didn't like. Oh, I, I didn't care too much for the scene where she met up with her old friend at the restaurant and basically set her up. Ooh, I hated that. Oh, until the end, I actually thought she set her up to get raped. Until yeah. she around at the end mm-hmm. was like, how oh, you didn't get raped? Like, this is, and this is, I'm just going to go ahead and bring up my overarching theme. I was, you know, I, I try to read everything with the sense of, if I'm analyzing some shit, I want to bring in prison abolition and how everything kind of comes back to punishment. Mm-hmm. This is one of those, like, it's, she thinks she's, she thinks she's addressing harm here and like changing the world by punishing these people. But at no point she transforming anything. Like she's not, mm-hmm. there's really no harm being prevented here at all. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. I don't, it's it just like another, and it just thinks of like what in these rape fantasies, what is justice at always, not even in the fantasy movies, the movies where a woman gets raped and she has to go to court. Justice is always somebody getting punished. It's never like, oh, maybe we can help the survivors heal. You, all mm-hmm. these things, like, it, and when she met up with the mom of, of her late friend Nina near, near the, maybe mid to end of the movie, and mom's like, "Stop! Like, it's not helping anyone. Like, you're only hurting yourself." Here, Nina went want this. Mm-hmm. Like, she, exactly. Like, you need to go spend your evenings at therapy. Right. You your evenings up all night. Right? <laughs> Just for them to go around talking with some creepy girl, you know, came home with another night, acted drunk, and then they just go on and do what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just, so, and again, that's just like what it is in movies. They it just kind of plays into the themes of society, right? But I, I just wish it had been a little more subversive than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I thought that was very distasteful. Like, even if I know that obviously she, ultimately did not set her up to get raped but like at the same time you still paid somebody to make her think that so that's another can of worms this is kind of just like why why would you even think that this was a good idea first of all mm-hmm. and then my other thing about cassie that i didn't like is when she went to the dean's office or whatever and basically not kidnapped her kid but like you damn near did <laughs> It made her think that you were setting her up to be assaulted too. I'm just like, yeah. At a certain point, like your motivations are moving past Mm -hmm. your friend and what you think is right. Because Mm -hmm. I'm sure, like, we know that we can't really say what her best friend would want, but like, I'm damn sure she would not want you to be doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, like you kind of have to remove yourself from that situation a little bit because while it is a terrible thing that happened to her it also happened to her not you mm-hmm. so like you can't you can't do stuff like that I just thought that was kind of weird that she would even make her believe that oh I just set your daughter up basically like wow I don't just why <laughs> My main thing is why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of that scene either. Yeah. Connie Britton, though, in that scene, mm-hmm. she was really good, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. even though it, I think a lot of what she, she's kind of campy in a lot of her roles, mm-hmm. and she did kind of bring that in this one, but I still liked it. I thought she did good. Yeah. That's sad. I mean, we have a pretty solid cast. And I know, three. right? 
was confusing. It was very confusing how the, and it's something else I read, you guys probably read too, if you went through the Wikipedia, was that the director purposely cast men, she said, were always in good guy roles before. But I, to be the bad guys in the movie, but I, it's like the guy from New Girl, he doesn't mm-hmm. never resonate with me as a good guy. Neither has Adrian Brody, I think is his name. Yeah. The, the first Wait, guy- uh, I think it's it's definitely it's Adam Brody. Adam I think Brody, Adrian yeah, Brody's yeah. older guy. I yeah. always confused. <laughs> I always. I was like, wait, that's the nose guy. <laughs> but I just, I didn't think a lot of the guys that they cast in the movie I had purposefully or I previously seen as good guys. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was an interesting take. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Like to show that I could be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like Schmidt, so. Okay, yeah. I do. Too. I don't. I do. But... <laughs> I mean, he kind of started off as kind of like a, a douchey yeah. person in New Girl, so I can't really say that I see him as like a good guy either. But I really haven't seen Adam Brody in anything to Me know. Mm-hmm. It's like I know he was on the OC, right? But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I only know him for being married to uh, the girl from Gossip Girl. Who is he married to? Lane Mike Meester? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. That's nope. interesting. Well, maybe he is a good guy then. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does Cassie? How can I phrase this? I'll just read it how I wrote it. How does Cassie play into the film? <laughs> oh, I hate reading stuff. How does Cassie play into the Finn Fatel role if she does at all? And we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but mm-hmm. I she does, but she doesn't for me. Like you're not following through. So what's mm-hmm. the point of doing it? You know? Right. She tries on the Femme Fatel pants a couple times in the movie, but never like keeps them cool. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like what? <clears throat> oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, still going back to the notebook, like, I feel like it's alluded towards more than what we see that would kind of classify her as the femme fatale, but, like, I can't even really say that she does because we never see it. Mm-hmm. One thing I thought was, like, when she kept putting on all these different, like, looks when she goes out, like, tries on different outfits and, like, mm-hmm dresses in different ways i i don't know i i can't really formulate an intelligent thought about that but it did it did feel significant to me in the context of like men and and whatnot Mm -hmm. like trying on these different outfits but then like in that one scene where okay this is actually really interesting why did ryan take her back after he saw her at that bar, dressed as a totally different person, basically. One mm-hmm. recognize yeah. her. She she aged herself about ten years in that that outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Use that makeup too. Exactly, it just made her look way older. I didn't even understand how he recognized her, but it's some. He never even asked real questions of why she did that. Right. Yeah. Like that. I I would have been really confused if someone I was dating was dressed in a total like. That would have been confusing for me, and I wouldn't have been able to get past it. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Something about the changing of the clothes does feel significant in the context of the male gaze and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. And I mean, that notebook had quite a few tally marks anyway. Right. So I just feel like, out of all of the scenarios, you know, us watching her do whatever she does, no one. like like nothing happened you know like no one was harmed like she didn't hurt anybody which I guess is a good thing maybe but why go through all the trouble you know if you're not gonna yeah like they're not none of these men are changing their behavior like they're gonna be freaked mm -hmm. out for a little bit and then next weekend it's the same shit so it's just like mm -hmm. I don't understand what the point is she's wasting yeah. fucking time man She is. It's crazy. Yeah. And to your point, Chelsea, too, like, I feel like we can see that they aren't going to change their ways because the, I don't, I don't think we got a name for this person, but the black guy that she left with when she saw oh, Ryan, yeah. when he was like, oh, you're that weird bitch that uh, <laughs> Ben took home. Like, I didn't know so, he said that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I mean, this is like, clearly you didn't freak him out enough because all they did was talk about you. And I'm sure he probably tried the same shit with somebody else mm -hmm. the next weekend. So I didn't know he yeah. said that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. Mm -mm. Well, one thing that stood out to me, though, is the scene with the lawyer where Cassie's like, uh do you want me to hurt you and the dude's like yes i thought that was a nice touch to an otherwise weird movie you know what i couldn't even remember that that's when that was said that was probably the only femme fatale thing she ever did that stuck with mm -hmm. me and it went nowhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> progression of movies we chose because like thinking about what we talked about in the last movie about like these are reactions to awful things that have happened to to her it's kind of mm -hmm. like the same in this movie you know but but way more amplified I mm -hmm. would say so I think this was a good progression of movies to choose for sure because it definitely each one we've watched so far has shown a way different idea of what a femme fatale's motives are and, and yeah. whatnot And I think this was a really good one to, to choose next. Mm -hmm. I agree. Right. That was a good comment. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks for putting my quote on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the episode and I was like, wow, that is a great point. Thanks. Let me write that down. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I understand why they didn't include any scenes with Nina, but I kind of wanted to see. I know. Just anything, like, not even the rape scene per se, but just, like, show me that they're really good friends, like you guys are saying. Mm -hmm. And you know? I, to be honest, and this could have been established in the first beginning of the movie, but for a good portion of the movie, maybe 10, 15 minutes, I thought it was her who had been, like, Carrie, um, whatever her name is, character, Mm -hmm. I thought it was her who had been raped. And so mm -hmm. when you find out it's her friend, it really, it honestly changed my opinion of a lot because it's like, at a certain point, when are these motivations selfish? You know, just purely yeah. selfish. Mm -hmm. 
And like, I would have loved if they had, you know, she dropped out of school to take care of her friend. I'm sure even if it's hard to, to name, but I know she must have felt some kind of resentment or something like that. Maybe not towards Nina, but towards whoever, like they never, they never explored that connection to it. How, like mm-hmm. maybe a little bit like, oh, we both dropped out of school, but they never really like, I feel like that part, you could have made it more personal to her other, rather than her just avenging her friend. The right, whole right. Mm-hmm. That just didn't seem that realistic to me. Mm-hmm. Agree. We so, haven't spoken to our parents yet either, have we? Oh yeah, let's talk oh. about them. <laughs> it was just hard for me to see uh, what's her name in like a serious role. Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that you? <laughs> and yeah, I just hated the scene with her birthday when she ultimately made it about herself, like. She was just like, oh, you need to move out. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, did, they didn't really seem to be taking the Nina thing all that seriously. You know, they probably watched Nina grow up too, I'm going to imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she was that good friends with her, like, you would think right. they would take that a little more into consideration. Yeah. And you know, the dad is the guy who voiced Mr. Krabs. Really? Yeah. No, I wow. did not know that. Yeah. That's hmm. interesting. Yeah, I don't think they were a necessary part of the yeah. movie. I think we could have seen her living alone in an apartment and gotten the same yeah. vibe. Effect. I also didn't realize they were in Ohio. You know, they mentioned it a bajillion <laughs> times that they were in Ohio. I kept thinking <laughs> they were in either LA, Chicago, or New York. Mm-hmm. I they thought did- they were in LA. But clearly, Ohio, the way that first of all, people would have been talking about this woman if there's this many check marks in the snow. Yes. People would be talking about it. this is really small town Ohio. Mm-hmm. If it's LA, I get it. If it's Chicago, I get it. But that, that did it in, in Ohio? It didn't make a lot That's of sense. Facts. Yeah. And it's not like this is based on a book or a true story. Like, you know what I mean? They didn't have mm-hmm. to put it in Ohio. Right. It's like, what was the motivation behind that? Because I don't even think the director is from America. Like, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. A lot of weird stuff going on in this movie. Hmm. But moving forward, I guess, I mean, we see a lot of the male characters in this movie truly believe that they are good guys. Hmm. And the audience we know that they're not obviously so what is with this veil of ignorance or whatever you want to call it that men have within society to where they think that they're you know right and good men and they're just not and it's like no one around them will tell them that you're not a good man you know like mm-hmm. especially ryan like i feel like mm-hmm. he always thought man what did you say oh i just said like the boys club it's so oh, yeah crazy. yeah I mean, it just goes to show how much society and just everybody protects men to a whole nother level. Like, even like we see that and not to blame any women for a man's actions, but like just that, oh, I forgot what exactly Connie Britton's character said, but she was just like, basically, oh, we have to protect them. We don't know if what she's saying is actually true. Like, we see that so much in society, Mm -hmm. like. I remember 
when we were in high school, like when we would have those like discussions in either like Mises class or law and justice and stuff like that. And just so many people are obsessed with this whole, a man being wrongly accused of rape and -hmm. then how we should move after the aftermath. Like if a woman should go to jail for this or just anything like that, like we're, we're just so obsessed with stuff that doesn't even happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, even like, even in the cases where we've seen like that a rape has actually happened, like these men don't go to jail for it. Like it's just so much stuff like that. Yeah. I don't even know where I'm going with this point at this point, Mm -hmm. but um, we cradle men too much. It's just clear as day. And I don't know how we would go outside of that because it just seems like, I just feel like we're kind of, we're kind of lost. Like, I don't, like at this point, what can be done? I don't know. Yeah. I mean... I agree, but I do feel like we're moving, we're making progression because of social media for one, but you see more people calling out a man's wrongdoings, I feel like, than we would have, what, 30 years ago or something like that? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I mean, yeah. I, guess I agree with both of you, like 100%. And it's, I think, it's, I never, I never blame anyone for feeling like, oh, what can be done? Like, well, how can we change this? It feels so wrong, like so far past because there, we haven't really gone a lot of good examples of men being held accountable almost ever, really. Mm-hmm. Only on small, like it's like usually only on the small scale, like someone at school gets told off because they said something fucked up. It's never like these big you know, when Donald Trump's a grab, grab her by the pussy or whatever, you know, it's like an old example, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We never, you don't see a whole lot of big public reckoning, you know, maybe Harvey Weinstein, but even with that, I, that they had to be this big thing where multiple women, they had to be these evil monsters. That's what you, that's something I noticed a lot. Is like the, it's always evil monsters when it's a really, really bad guy that never want to make it seem like, Oh, they have to make it seem like it's inherent to that one person. Right. They're evil. They're the bad ones and not a societal issue. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we live in an evil, bad society. It's always, they're an evil, bad man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what, the way we change this is, you know, one, we can't, you, you can't just let things I, I know so much in my life and I've been, I've been guilty of this too, is like sometimes someone will say something so small, but like in my heart, I'm like, Hey, this is obviously, this is part of a much bigger thing. Maybe it's just like an offhand and misogynistic comment. And I, I've let things pass. I know most of a lot of people set these things pass like, Oh, like that's just him. That's just my mm-hmm. uncle. That's just my dad, whatever. And yeah. I think, we can all take response for all you listeners at home. We can all take responsibility for our loved ones actions because your loved one is more likely to, to hear it from you. Like they're more likely to take it in from you than they are some random blue haired feminists as the, the stereotype goes. 
Like if we can call out our friends and family, I think that's the first step. Mm-hmm. And you can do it gently. I used to be very guilty of being like kind of harsh and like you're bad, mm-hmm. like it's bad. Mm-hmm. We can do it. Like you come to it as a play, as a human and be like, I've messed up too. I've been guilty of this too. Like, let's think of how we can change, you know, how we, we perceive things. So I think that's the first step, honestly, is home and community. I love that. And I agree. But also, sometimes you can't be nice to people. Some people yeah. are just stupid, and yeah. you should tell them that they're stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no reasoning with some people. <laughs> yeah. And I but... think, yeah, and that's another thing, too. Like, women are, we are, you know, often are tasked as you have to be nice about it. You can't, She she's kind of, that is one way she's being subversive in the movie. She's not being nice about it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, they go their whole life sharing articles on Facebook. And they're, they're just very nice about it. They'll be like, you mm-hmm. know, this feminism's for men and women. Like, please, please. <laughs> and then nothing, you know what I mean? They still, they live their life in a hellhole of misogyny and racism and all this stuff still. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to be, it's okay to be angry about it because like, you know, they, I don't necessarily always believe this is true, but like, you can't dismantle the oppressor without the oppressor's tools and whatnot. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be angry for them to, and I've honestly, I kind of take back what's a little bit of being like, you know, you can be, you don't have to be rude about it. I have gone shit done by being mean and like, no, this is real. Like I'm actually angry right now. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is what you have to do to get people's attention and realize this shit is harmful. It hurts. No one's going to want to be around you if you keep acting like that. So I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I guess knowing your audience, know who you can and yeah. should do stuff like that with. But right. I think that's what this movie did is they knew their audience was going to be these kind of not deep thinker critics. And so they didn't go as subversive as they could have gone, which mm-hmm. makes me sad. But again, they knew their audience, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe that's why they got that Academy yeah. Award. <laughs> <laughs> It was definitely um what's the word palatable? It was digestible. Yeah. So I guess that's cool. But let's talk about Ryan mm-hmm. and bystander culture and just complacency in general. You know, when we first start out with Ryan, you know, he's someone we should root for. You know, he's a kid's doctor. I mean <laughs> What's not to like about Ryan, you know? <laughs> you know, he's a he's a good guy, you know? Allegedly, right? But oh. as we watch the movie, we find out, obviously, that Ryan is a witness to Nina's attack, and he's not a good guy. I mean, he flips the switch like that when <laughs> right. uh, Cassie approaches him and is like, hey, I have this video. And he was like, oh, you're, you're pathetic. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, so what... How do we feel about Ryan? I mean, I know we don't like him, but. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like this is just the good guy trope to a thousand. Like, like you said, when uh, Cassie showed him the video, he was like, oh, you don't think I'm a bad person. Tell me you forgive me. And then when she was. I love you, Cassie. (laughs) I love you. 
<laughs> oh, so you're perfect, right? You've never done anything you're ashamed of. I was young. I didn't even do anything wrong. Like mm-hmm. witnessing a rape is not doing anything wrong. Right. And although we can agree that the guys that committed the rape are obviously the shittiest people in the situation, I feel like Ryan, he's his he's a different kind of monster because he was there and he didn't try to intervene in any way because like I don't feel like if you I know that we all like have a different reaction to certain type of traumas and stuff like that but why as a human being would you not intervene in a situation like that and you Mm -hmm. want to consider yourself to be a good person I don't think you get the liberty to do that and him also actively pursuing Cassie knowing that he was complacent in Nina's rape is a whole different type of weird and fucked up. And also, I don't know if he remembered Nina because he did refer to her as like, oh, you were friends with what's her name or whatever he said. But I still don't think he completely forgot about what happened. Like, mm-hmm. definitely a weird ass, a weird ass man. I also like when their first day and they're walking home, he's like, oh, wow. This is a crazy coincidence. This is actually my apartment building right oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that was weird. They should have never gone out again after that. They hadn't even yeah. given each other a cute little peck yet. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, I'm not saying anything wrong with that. If you want to go upstairs and fuck somebody you haven't kissed, it, that's cool. But, like, no signs had pointed on this date yet that that's where it was headed. Like, right. they were, like, and then she came with them tails between her legs, like apologizing to him later. Like this episode. Yeah. And you can tell that oh, he I thought agree. he was a good person too, because he was like, Oh, well, we don't have to do anything if you don't want to, or whatever he said. Like, then why even mention that this is your apartment? Like, you know you wanted to fuck her. Like, let's get real. Mm-hmm. I hate that bitch. <laughs> I really do. The bane of that movie for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I guess I just wasn't fooled. I mean, like, yeah, it's cool. Y'all had a date in a Walgreens esque store and like y'all were singing <laughs> to each other, but I just, I never trusted Ryan. There's something off about him. And we learn later what it is, but he's just, something tells me that Nina was not the first person that they did something like that too because mm-hmm. like if i was at a party and like my guy friends were literally raping somebody right next to me i would be like what the fuck like mm-hmm. it wouldn't just be a it wouldn't be normal you know yeah that's what i was colleges and like it used to happen a lot more often what i want even if she wasn't drunk why is it fun for you guys to watch your friend fuck somebody like in front right. of in a way, it's, if this was like a sex club, yeah, I get it. But this is a college party. That even if she was wasn't raped and she wasn't drunk, that's mm-hmm. just a crazy thing to me. That 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 in and of itself is normal. Right. And on top of that, someone who's blacked out drunk, right? Like that just puts another level to the whole. What is a boys' club? What do you guys do there? Like that is <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Disgusting. And I just, 
I'm not going to blame Ryan for Cassie's spoiler alert death, but I just feel like you, you know what type of people your friends are. Mm -hmm. And why did you not tell the police where she went when she was missing? Exactly. And then didn't he say that she was unstable too? Yes. Mm -hmm. So that made it 10 times worse. Like lying for your friends again for what? Only for them to get arrested anyway. Mm -hmm. And what do you get? Nothing. Like, you're an idiot for one. And then (laughs) it's one thing to protect your friends. Like, for Nina, unfortunately, she had already died, right? But Cassie was still alive. Mm -hmm. And you just let her go out there by herself. Like, yeah. If you really cared about her, why didn't you go with her? Like, why didn't you try to stop her or just anything? Or be like, hey, how are we? Instead of you going there to maybe kill them or torture them, maybe we just, not that I'm a big believer in the police giving justice, but in this world, mm-hmm. punishment right. is just. So why not just be like, hey, how about we go with the police with this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. It seems like you're you're really overwhelmed right now. Let's relax and, mm-hmm. and reevaluate. And then instead, he nice. just went feel a little pansy. And, <laughs> you know, sorry to use the word pansy, but like, <laughs> It was ridiculous. Like, so, oh, have a backbone. And it just, for me, I mean, Ryan is kind of like Nick in his need to be liked so much. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. The only reason why you don't want her to release this video is because you're in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally it. Like, not because you don't want justice for Nina. Literally, no logical reasoning other than you don't want to be in the video. Mm hmm. And she's like, you care that much? Like, somebody literally died. Two people mm-hmm. have died at this point, And you're still like, oh, man, she sent out this video. Right. Like, what? I just I was honestly it. surprised that the front, and I think her name is Madison, that she came back with the video. Like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, she was like, okay, you know. Um, this was scary for me, so I'm gonna help her out with whatever I can. But the way she acted when she left, when she's still kind of obviously for right good reason, mad at mm-hmm. Cassie, I was surprised she even came over there with an old phone video anyway. Yeah, like that was that was kind of interesting character development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And again, you had that video, and <laughs> yeah. All crazy right. that she was like yeah i keep all my phones for pictures and such and like i kept this video you kept it <laughs> crazy. Oh, these people and right i just don't like <laughs> anywho let's talk a little bit about consent culture i'm putting up quotes and how it continues to fail to combat against sexual violence and I kind of thought about this. I just said that really weirdly. I thought about this in the opening scene where the man was like, oh, like, you're safe. You're safe. It's okay. You're safe. And, you know, he's saying all this as he's, like, about to rape her, right? So it's just like, mm-hmm. it's not the language we're using, per se, because it all sounds good. But what are we not understanding as a society at this point? I think one thing that has harmed us is there used to be when I first started teaching sex ed in, I guess, like 2015, there was a big 
thing of like, yes means yes, no means no. Mm -hmm. And that really oversimplified the idea of consent. Like there are so many drunk people that will willingly say yes, but they will have regrets next day because they were not in the right mindset. They were drunk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that was harmful to, to mostly young men Mm -hmm. in in that they took so many yeses to be a yes, without Mm -hmm. considering all these other factors. And then what happens when yes is the result of you pandering someone over and over again, that's assault. And a lot of people still don't see it like that because, oh, well, she ended up, I wore her down enough to say yes. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think that is the yes means yes thing was one of the ilks of society because Mm -hmm. it is so much more consent is more complicated than, than yes. And it's also more complicated than saying no, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think in when we had sex ed, there was the concept of an ex- enthusiastic yes, mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever that means. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't think that is a good definition either. Because what does that even mean? Exactly, and people get nervous. Like, you could be excited, right. and be like, "Yeah!" Like, there's there's so many. Also there's different ways our body tells someone yes if someone's like stiff Mm -hmm. as a board and they say yes like it's about i don't think men have been taught to read people's body language and read Mm -hmm. behind the lines i hate to do this like male women dichotomy but that is unfortunately how society just is like women have been forced to read between the lines especially like women of color like black women you have to be just to navigate the world as like a woman it's it's your safety like mm-hmm. it's, you have to read between the lines and men just don't, I guess they have not been forced to do that. And I, yeah, I think it just makes the whole, they, we need to teach men to think about people other than themselves, a basic concept. That, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something lacking. I mean, because mm-hmm. I agree, but I'm also just like, at what point can you teach somebody something so simple? You know, mm-hmm. like right. grown adult people who yep. who are just committed to not understanding what you're saying. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, what can we really do? You know, I mean, nothing because they're adults, right? But it's just like, oh my gosh, like... It's just hard for me because I just feel like some people are just dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a purposeful, what do they call it? These, there's some new feministy term that's like willful. Uh, what is it? It's like um, purpose. Or basically, you're purposefully being obtuse, like mm-hmm. uh, willful ignorance or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. It's like, <sighs> it's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting mm-hmm. to have to combat that all the time. So at a certain point, they're not even trying. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but y'all be safe out here for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but. We see Cassie's motivations throughout the movie. Um, 
It is also worth noting that she perpetuates her own grotesque behavior by setting someone up to be taken advantage of in the guise of justice. We kind of talked about that earlier, but I think it is important to note that and just this is kind of similar kind of not but just that journey of grief and how something Mm -hmm. you can become what you are not grieving but you can become the person you are fighting against pretty Mm -hmm. fast like Mm -hmm. it really wouldn't take much so I I feel for Cassie I do Mm mm-hmm you know it makes sense to her it doesn't mean it's right per se but i feel like she's a a morally gray type of character yeah in that regard yeah all right the fun part the ending <laughs> yeah i think you can set up the ending for the listeners at home in case they they're not gonna watch the movie just so they get a real idea of what mm-hmm what happened? Do you want to do it, Chelsea or Michaela? Um, I can if you don't want to. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember because I watched this on Thursday. So, oh well, basically, Cassie went to a bachelor party. Ryan told her where all of Nina's rapists and the people in the room were going to be at. They're going to be at this bachelor party at this kind of not a lake house, but. Something of the sort. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a little chill bachelor party. Um, Nina's rapist was going to get married the following week or something. Or I don't know. I don't know how weddings work. But that's where they were at. Cassie went disguised as a stripper. And we kind of go through all the men in the house. And like Cassie's just like open your mouth or like just i don't know like just kind of not making fun of them but like you see how stupid this is as you're watching the movie she's pouring <laughs> shots in their mouths like she's given the groom to be a lap dance nina's rapist um so that's what we're working with you know and then the audience you're gonna think oh like she's so smart like oh she's about to get him like she's about to do it so she takes I don't remember his name. Nina's... I think it was Al. Al? She yeah, takes, I think it was Al. She takes Al upstairs and is like, you know, you're about to get a private lap dance or whatever. She's like, okay, put these handcuffs on. And then we go into the the typical speech that these self-righteous people give in these movies, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where they're like, this is what you did wrong, blah, blah, blah. So she's talking about Nina. Like, oh, like, you remember Nina? Blah, 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 blah. This is a horrible spark notes, but she's giving this long drawn out speech about justice and her best friend and like how just all the awful things that Al and his friends did. And, you know, Al, he's like scared, like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Let me go. Blah, 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 blah. And so Cassie gets on top of him and she's like. They're having some sort of physical conflict, right? A well, scalpel to um Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so she pulls out the scalpel and she's about to cut him. Or maybe she did cut him. Do you know if she did? She just barely she got did. a chance to even touch mm-hmm. him. I don't even think she was gonna kill him either. I think she was just gonna carve something in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she said something about like marking him up 
I don't know if it was Nina's name per se, but. Oh, and something important for the listeners. She pretended when he asked what her real name was, she said Nina's full name. Right. Right. What? You're kidding me. Who set you up for this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good catch. See, I forgot about something. But um, pretty much Al was stronger than Cassie. And so he broke one of the handcuffs. He needed handcuffs. Yeah. (laughs) Why pink novelty handcuffs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he basically smothered her to death with a pillow. But there was a long... There was a, it it was a long scene, but you Mm -hmm. see her struggling to get away and she does die and they do chop her up or did they? They set her on fire. Yeah. I think they just drug her out there and set her on Mm -hmm. fire. Oh, okay. The hand scene confused me, but yeah, what they said. I think it was just laying out. Yeah. Okay. And Al seemed really um, distraught about what happened. And then they got caught at the wedding in question. So Al got arrested. So did... No, his Schmidt ran away. Yeah, he got away. Mm -hmm. Not Schmidt, whatever his name was. But (laughs) So basically the ending was Cassie did all this and ended up dying. Yeah. she the one thing that I thought she sent out she had an email ready to go for mm-hmm. she never came back so that, yeah. that's how she right she sent and the lawyer the yeah. original mm-hmm. lawyer and and I guess she was just crying his guilt made him want to help out and it, it did yep mm-hmm. he went to police and they got arrested I think for the video and the murder mm-hmm. I think it was just the murder. But I'm I not totally murder sure. murder of um, whatever. I can never remember our main character's names. But Cassie. Remember- yeah, Cassie. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> One thing I saw when I was reading on the Wikipedia, I, you guys probably saw this as well, but the, I, the movie originally, apparently, the ending ended right after she got killed. But the production... Seriously? Was, yeah, the, exactly. I know. That would have pissed me off. <laughs> the production company was like mad. They're like, you can't just end it on a negative note. So they, they had to add the extra part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so here's a quote from the director about the ending. They said, there was no happy ending to this movie. All there is is somebody who needs to show people to deliver justice. And she, Cassie, does do that, but at a very, very heavy price. I didn't believe that a woman of Cassie's size would be able to physically overpower a very strong man. And it was important that in, it interrogated the myth of the revenge journey. Mm. What? It, it just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. It just really doesn't. It's just kind of like at the end of the day, the woman always loses. Literally. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. like. We have to die to get justice? Right. It doesn't even make sense. Like, remember that show that came out on mtv chelsea you were the one who told me about it this was years ago that was like a show on mtv that maybe only lasted a few episodes where there were it was eye candy yes yeah, something like that where where the girl is killing rapists it yeah. was, i remember kind of corny i never finished it yeah what victoria justice was that victoria justice mm-hmm. oh my god that was an <laughs> awful casting for that girl. <laughs> Yeah, eye candy. Yeah, it it didn't get renewed. 
<laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but it, this just, it, it made me think, that just made me think of this. Like, I mean, or this just made me think of that. I Does the women, do the women ever win in the rape revenge movies? Like ever. No. They always end up dying. It's like, I think there was that one from like the 70s that's like, I forget what it's called. They did a remake. It's not the house. Maybe it's the last house on the left. Something. Do you know I'm talking about these girls? They go to a concert and then they get picked up by a bunch of drugged out hippies. You probably haven't seen it. It's a really old movie. Mm-hmm. But they, maybe it's Drag Me to Hell, I think is what it's called. I don't remember, but that's mm-hmm. that was one of the first rape revenge movies, and she died even though she goes through all this trouble torturing them, trying to get back to them. Like she still dies, and the dad has to come and and save the day. The men always, it's always in this movie. The men, the male cop is the savior. They couldn't even give us, I mean, representation. At least she couldn't give us a lady cop at the least. <laughs> Something like, yeah. a movie like this, you you think that's what they would lean into? Mm-hmm. The male always saves the day in this movie. The, the lawyer. Keep the man too. Exactly. So I don't like that quote, Chelsea. Thank you for sharing it with us. <laughs> it kind of reminds me. I'm not gonna say this is a Ben Patel movie. What is that movie called with Megan Fox? Oh, Jennifer's Body. I'm kind of getting the same vibe. I mean, yeah, I thought of that movie a lot while watching this. Hmm. I haven't seen it. Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty good. Really, it's been a long time. So maybe, well, no, it don't really fit with the the theme for this the series. <laughs> yeah, it, it it just barely does. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, not enough to record an entire episode and talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty good though. Y'all should watch it. I watched it okay. for the first time like in January. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. It was a lot better than this movie that we just watched. <laughs> Oh, 100%. I honestly just cannot get over. And honestly, I guess in 2020, an original screenplay, so many movies that have come out in the past few years are sequels based off of books mm-hmm. or are based off a of comic book superheroes. So I don't think any of those fall into original screenplay. Mm-hmm. So again, like she probably did not have a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. Like when that's Earth, what I'm thinking. The, the movie did it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, it's a smart choice. <laughs> It is a smart yeah. choice, but I, I'm i kind of bothered. I just don't understand why this is marketed as a femme fatale type of story. When when you really look at it, I mean, you don't even have to really look at it. When you watch it, you just see that it's not, you know, like mm-hmm. the way that they, the trailer should not have been like that. At all. Why did you lie to me? You know? Literally. <laughs> and the first scene even makes it seem way different than it is yeah mm-hmm. they make you think she just killed him basically and she should right. have. yeah i just have an issue with that emerald mm. we've got to do better this next time around mm-hmm. yeah. has anyone seen anything else this director has uh has no. done mm. i i didn't even recognize her name when i saw it me neither emerald Oh, something interesting I saw was that she got the financing from this movie for from Margot Robbie's thing, like after just pitching the first scene. Really? Yeah, they got the money to make the movie after just pitching the idea for the first scene. I don't. It's like, well, maybe we should have did the whole yeah. thing first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, apparently she's involved in the Barbie movie. 
So. Oh, okay. Because Margot really. Robbie, she must, she must be close with her. Because I know Margot Robbie's mm-hmm. production company is part of the Barbie movie. She's involved with The Crown. I've never watched that, but I know it's mm-hmm. popular. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I'm not familiar with her work, honestly. Yeah, I just wasn't I, a fan of this movie. I got a question. Yeah. What's up? If you could redo the ending any way you wanted, doesn't have to be in the realms of reality necessarily, what would you guys have done for the ending? Oh, we're making this a slasher film. Yeah. yeah. She would have killed Al. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> and she would have lived. I don't mm-hmm. care how we got to spin it. She would have ran away. Yes. Agreed. I would even be okay if she went to jail. I just know that yeah, someone's exactly. going to die. Someone yeah. has to die, you know? Do you we're guys not think doing this. If she had done that and then the police came and questioned Ryan, do you think he would have said the word? He sent her, or do you think he would have still kept quiet? I think I he think would have he kept probably quiet. Would have told. You think uh, so? He would have told. I think he would have told. I think we'd be like, well, I sent her to my friend's bachelorette party. Because yep. uh, he doesn't have that same sense of loyalty towards a woman than he does to his friends. Like, that's he would have told on her. That's true. The only reason why I'm saying I don't think he would have is because I don't think he would want any type of involvement with it. Mm-hmm. And to yeah, okay. confess that would to be kind of yeah like you're you're in it at that mm-hmm. point it be embarrassing to have detectives show up at your work to question <laughs> you <laughs> oh my god this, i don't know what i would do yeah. <laughs> me neither <laughs> they would have ran it's funny too because like i know i'm pretty little liars the detectives would always come to their schools and it's just like can we can this not wait like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it would be a slasher movie. It would take mm-hmm. a completely different turn. And she would come with a gun at first because I mean, yeah, a house full of dudes like you know, you're like I, often when like strippers go out and do bachelor parties, especially in the middle of nowhere, they got someone with them. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind. Of, she didn't really come with much protection beyond her little medical kit. Yeah, right. You think I was gonna do if it really came down to it? It's gonna take a long time to kill somebody with a scalpel. Yes, <laughs> but if she had like you know she drugged all those guys. If she had done her number on him, let him bleed out upstairs, and then gone downstairs and mutilated these drugged out guys, I think would have been a really interesting movie. If I'm being mm-hmm. honest, me too. I would have loved that. I learned this new word that they use in movies now. I mean, this is like an obvious word. It's called tonal shift. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just a device they use in movies where like the, the tone just shifts. Mm-hmm. And it's often it's supposed to like get your surprise up. I think this movie could have gone for a tonal shift towards yeah. the end. Like that would have really like, it's supposed to be a dark comedy. Like, yeah, I didn't think it was funny. It didn't it wasn't. Into enough of either side. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could have been a little darker. Or it could have been a little more funny. But right. it didn't. Yeah, it, it fell flat for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's why we told you all to watch it before you listen to this. Because now you're not going to want to watch it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you shouldn't, honestly. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. What do they say? Women's stories matter. Go watch I mean, this movie. Got two hours to kill. Like, look. You got two hours to kill. I can think of a lot of it. Like, The Color Purple, I think, is two and a half hours. That's a good story about women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? I've never watched I, that movie. You've never watched it? 
Mm-mm. I read the book. Oh yeah, I, it the book is better, but I'd say the movie is pretty. Um, it definitely it still gets into the emotion of the book. Mm-hmm. I might watch it one day. I'm I'm not a fan of movies like that. I think they may be doing a a, a yeah they are. Yeah, something. Yeah. What are they? A reboot? Not a reboot, but like a, a redone of a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we're looking for women's stories, exactly. Like if you, there's two hours of your life on this movie. <laughs> <I think. laughs> you can find a bunch of other movies that could bring across similar themes and not yeah. be as up. An hour and a half, I'd say, yeah, watch it. Two hours is too much. <laughs> it's too much. Especially when half of the movie is just like the same scene over and over again over and over again right <laughs> yeah yeah don't listen to me <laughs> <laughs> i think we should all watch bad movies every once in a while so we can remember yeah the good stuff I agree yeah. With that. yeah yeah if you want to see a woman's story watch the barbie movie when it comes out next week yes <laughs> <laughs> or watch gone girl yeah, yeah, which mm-hmm. we will be talking about next week. Oh, I cannot wait to watch this movie, y'all. Me too. I'm so excited. Oh, it's killing me every day. I'm just like, all right, I gotta wait. I gotta wait to watch it. You know, can't watch it yet. Today's not the day. But one day today will be the day. And it'll be mm-hmm. the best day of my life. Best episode ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it in like a couple years now. So yeah, women's stories matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the takeaway from this episode i saw a tweet and i'm gonna repeat this tweet again next week but i saw a tweet that was like if you're trying to like test a man like if he's gonna be a good guy you should put on the movie gone girl and every time she does one for more fucked up things say oh my god this is my favorite part <laughs> <laughs> and like, literally i did do that with my current boyfriend when we met mm-hmm. you know over a year ago now i was like mm-hmm. I, I like the movie so i was like we should watch gone girl I was like, oh my god this is my favorite part and I, I think that that's exactly it. Women's stories matter. Mm-hmm. Like you, they, I want to see the most fucked up side of a woman. It doesn't always have to be like, oh, she's so soft. She was a great mother. She took mm-hmm. care of everyone. I want to see a woman get revenge sometimes. And I, yeah. I think, oh, this is such a. Per- we, I'm so glad we put up Gone Girl until next week and did this movie first because that really is a perfect, like sequence to each thing like mm-hmm. we're we're so close to the the apex perfect yes. femme fatale right and we're about to get her next week and she didn't even have to do all that much she's had to be pretty Thanks. a little cunning and a little smart mm-hmm. yeah That's amy great. amazing amy she really is amazing amazing <laughs> she brings new life to this trope i'll say <laughs> for sure and it it hasn't been replicated or even came close ever since that movie came out, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. I feel like we can do it, but I think we can. Yeah. I think people, here's one thing. Uh, Cause I have an idea for a crime novel, not really a crime novel, more like a murder mystery type thing that I'd love to write one day that kind of falls in line with this trope, this idea. And I think I hate to be like these days, people are too sensitive, but like, the idea of the white liberal and how they can't often critically think about things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like these days we come out with a, a, it has to be like that unless you want to be criticized by a bunch of people that don't understand anything. Mm-hmm. They just think they do. But like, oh, 
you can't make women look bad in this book. Like, this is wrong. This is my, you, they, you can't, there is no such thing as an imperfect character these days. Cause then people are just like, oh, I can't believe they wrote this movie with a bad guy in it. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. can't tell complicated stories these days without people who are uneducated being like, this is wrong. We have to boycott this. And not in the way the conservatives think at all. Mm -hmm. Like the conservatives will boycott this too. Like, <laughs> So I think that's part of the reason why we don't get as many good stories like this anymore because people are too scared to lean into a woman being the murderer. Otherwise, they're gonna it's going to seem anti-feminist or... It's going to make the cause look bad, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. I want to see a woman murderer. Me, Me too. Representation, you know? <laughs> Representation <laughs> matters. <laughs> I agree, though. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I feel like we'll get something good. I think so. Maybe think we need another book. Yeah, yeah. I a think book about what? Like just to serve as the preface for a movie mm -hmm. of that nature, because I feel like Gone Girl probably wouldn't have been as good as a movie as it if it didn't have yeah. the book to go along um, with it. Because I true. think that it was directed by a man, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. Well, I know that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think like. You're so right about that because these complex kind of things, they don't really translate into movies very well. It's hard mm -hmm. to really get a, paint a big, like a detailed picture of a societal issue in, in a dramatic movie, mm -hmm. like without a book to really go into. And that's what I like about reading the Gone Girl book so far is like, I'm getting a lot more of, of who Amy is and all this stuff than I did in the movie so I think you're so right that it needs a book to to start the conversation maybe it'll be me guys yes <laughs> yes <laughs> hmm. well I'm sorry Emerald but there really was not much to say about this movie mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> I'm sure you're a nice person and all yeah <laughs> But I appreciate you. I think you took a slight risk, but we just didn't bring it all the way home. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's all you can do. True. But this was not a good movie. <laughs> what would you guys <laughs> rate it? I gave it a 2 out of 5. I said 2.5 out of 5. This is crazy for me to say, because I always give everything a 3 if I make it through it all, but 1. 1 out of 5. Mm. It was not this is not a movie I would even rewatch, and I'll rewatch some. Me bars. neither. My favorite movies are some of the worst movies ever made, and I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even give this one hat like two and a half out of five. Yeah, that ending it just really blew it. Yeah. We. I literally sat there with my jaw on the floor. I was like, <laughs> like, ugh, I hated it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, I was frantically typing in my notes when I was, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, I guess I'll read some of what I wrote really quick, and then we can wrap it up. But I just, like, despite what the director had to say about it, it just felt like such a defeat to kill Cassie off like that. Like, I understand in that realism. Manner. Mm -hmm. In that manner, oh, to die at the hands it, of the dude. rapist. 
Yes. yes it was Often so freaking movies, long like they give the viewer like in the sopranos when a very beloved i won't say who it was a very very beloved woman dies and gets murdered they do it off screen mm-hmm. because they know the viewer they don't want to put the viewer through that they could yeah. that movie but they had to put us through that yeah like what is it that we got to watch two and a half minutes of cassie suffocating to death but mm-hmm. we couldn't even see a man get hurt mm-hmm. exactly on this yeah. They wouldn't even. They last watched her die, and they wouldn't even show us her dead face. They like avoided showing us her dead body mm-hmm. besides her hand. I thought that was right. weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm kind of glad, but like, don't show me any of this. Exactly. Yeah. It's insulting for sure. Yeah. So, like, I like that point you brought up of how nothing happens to any of these men, but yeah, she's murdered in such a like. A gruesome way. Violent way, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, see. And then nothing gets solved because it was at the hands of her friend's rapist. Like, literally. So we have two dead girls for no reason. Yeah. This was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. Man. <laughs> I don't like calling movies bad. Or like, I don't like getting on here and saying, oh, this is bad. But like, this was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now like, that we sit here and talk about it. Yeah. I was surprised that a woman wrote this. Like, yeah. I'm not, but. It depends on. on With I, the I, ending. Yeah. That's what made me think that. Well, I, I, I don't know. It was interesting. Another thing I saw the ending was they were thinking about having Cassie come back and kill them. But mm-hmm. how, like, after she they, they she's dead, she's going to come back and kill them. That would have, if they had done that ending to this movie, that would have pissed me the <laughs> fuck off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt forced and, yeah, I don't know. Nothing mm-hmm. else to say about it for me. Yeah, but I feel like, for me, I would rather be pissed off at a bad ending than to just feel so completely indifferent about a movie. Because it really is a waste of time if you yeah. have no true regard for a movie that you just watched. And yeah, this, that's this, true. this movie is on all of the like little Femme Fatale top 10 blah 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 like <laughs> list on BuzzFeed and stuff. And I'm just like this is not worthy. At all. At all. I will say I had to watch this movie on Freebie, the the Amazon free streaming thing. So it wasn't Me on too. it. All exactly. the ads. Ads, dude. Took me out it of it. Ma- exactly. They put in the worst parts. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to watch this movie, go find it on a bootleg site because it's not worth sitting through all these ads for. Yeah. Like, it- I made the movie two and a half hours long. That's why I, y'all keep bringing up stuff. I'm just like, oh, that happened? Because I was probably <laughs> on my phone during the ad and the movie just came back on. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me focus. <sighs> yeah. Mm-mm. But. I mean, for the sake of the series, guys, you should really watch this movie. Yeah, just so you can get a good linear perspective on who <laughs> the femme fatale is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I and so you have it like Chelsea said, if you leave a movie with no real emotions about it, that's how you know it's a bad movie. Well, mm-hmm. this will show you what a bad movie is. If you need an example mm-hmm. of what a bad movie is <laughs> to compare other things to, this will help you with that. Yeah, this is a bad movie. Cosplaying is a good movie, but exactly. we're aware, right? We have brains, <laughs> so it's not going to work. 
It's the idol in movie form. Ooh, yeah. Oh, did you watch <laughs> did the you finale? No, I I literally didn't even make it through the whole first episode. I, <laughs> and I like I said, I will watch some bad shit and like mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to look past some bad things in movies. Mm-hmm. It was just so like I couldn't even focus. That shit was so boring. The wording was <laughs> weird. It was just not yeah. good. That's so funny because we're thinking about doing a Sam Levitt's episode, and I was just wondering. <laughs> I'm like, it's gotten. I've not seen any positive feedback on the idol. Literally, me neither. And it only made me dislike the weekend. Yeah, me too. Literally, I already like, did have good feelings about him because mm-hmm. of the best Selena Gomez situation. But mm-hmm. that he he's replying to people on Twitter about yes, he's, he's such a joke. Kansas. I'm like, bro, you can't. You can't. You can't do all this. Mm-mm. But they said that Lily Rose was really good. So part of me wants to entertain it, it but I you can't no. do it to myself. No, I didn't no. think she was, she was good in it at all. Really? She was weird. I don't know. She's not a good actress, in my opinion. Oh, well. Mm. I, hmm. I think she falls very flat. And maybe that's just what she was written, but everything, it doesn't, she's not really acting. She's kind of just being herself. Oh. Mm. That's what, how I felt, but I'd love to hear your thoughts if you guys do an episode on it. We'll probably do the episode, but I, I don't think I can watch the show. You Even though it's only five episodes. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I can't do it. Just the clips I've seen from TikTok, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, that's no. just another show. Cosplaying is a good show. And HBO exactly. is really good at that. They really are. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's kind of euphoria. Exactly. Well, Euphoria was... <laughs> it has feelings. Like, there's some small pieces in Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like this movie where you're like, wow, this is like truth. Like, mm-hmm. you're really conveying a truth you don't see portrayed often. And then the next scene, it's something crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. It's... it's the, this is this is exactly the idol in a in a movie. <laughs> well, Trying y'all heard it here first. Message, and then the message just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. and that's that's pretty sad for someone who like you can just tell that Sam thinks he's a great writer. Yep, it's because nobody tells him no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can tell that the weekend or Abel, he's going by Abel now. You can tell that Abel <laughs> thinks that he's really talented and he's like mysterious and deep, and it's just like you're not. Mm-hmm. He he isn't at all you know like we i can go outside and see a million different versions of you right now <laughs> also one thing is i don't know a lot of people talk about this but with the idol that's exactly selena gomez's story yeah. it's really? often because her drug addiction and all that they try to keep kind of like below On the, the reps mm-hmm. yeah exactly you know but the jocelyn's story is mostly selena gomez's story he just t- dated selena gomez and, and took that story mm. that's how i feel that's I haven't seen a lot of people bring that up, but mm-hmm. I, yeah. that's why I about it. I think I heard someone else say that in a yeah. podcast. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm just like, oh, you're not even being, this isn't even a new story. You just right. guys mm-hmm. Britney Spears and Selena. Yep. Cause I've definitely seen that about Britney before people saying that's about her. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think I did see Selena too. Gross. See, women's stories matter. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, guys, I think that's a wrap. Any lasting thoughts? No. None at all? <laughs> yeah, there's like rocks moving around my brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's just nothing there about this movie. <laughs> just very disappointing. Yeah, it, especially just because I remember watching the trailer and thinking, ooh, like this is going to be really good, you know, yep. but it was not. One thing I will say, I'm glad I didn't see this in the theater. True. Yeah. So what a waste of money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.